0: Cameron yeah Cameron, is that you? It's, it's me it's been so long It's been 65 years
1: at least
0: remember when we did a podcast together
1: mm-hmm it's so long I just a faint faint whispers of memory
0: Now they have them brain symphonies no one listens to podcasts anymore Oh ever since Elon first got his brain implants. Let's not pretend like Elon does anything worthwhile because he's a trash person.
1: Yeah, he's he he's he would like for people to put brain implants
0: in. Um, he's dumb. In our in our in our fictional 65 years later, um, I think um, Greta Greta Thunberg mm-hmm. maybe 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 do a Greta Thunberg thing, all right? And
1: action. So Greta Thunberg is the leader of the UN
0: well, of course she is. She single-handedly fixed the climate crisis after smacking Andrew Tate in the face.
1: my favorite moment.
0: It changed world
1: history. Set us on the, the proper path. My old person voice just really keeps... I, I haven't found one.
0: Um, you know... We were going to fix it in post. Um, I can still do that. You're the actor in the Vader suit. We were going to have to vote VOP oh, Okay,
1: James Earl Jones was going to come.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry you had to find out this way. Mm,
1: this is awkward.
0: We were actually just going to let you kind of believe that was your voice because we figured you had the ego for it. <laughs> oh.
1: Luke, I am your father. I don't know what his voice sounded like, but. I feel like that'd be really funny. This is this is awkward. This mm. this is awkward. Um, I got a song to play us in. That's all Fair Useful allows to play, but we back.
0: It's probably way more than fairly Useful allows to play, let's be honest.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think Chance the Rapper seems overly litigious. It's all, it's all about him, it's about the label, though. But he's self-produced. <coughs> all of his stuff is? Uh, at least it used to be. didn't know. That was like a whole thing. You couldn't even buy a lot of his music on any anywhere because he just wasn't on anything.
0: Yeah, but that was like... That was like the Wild West day. I mean, it was the, not that long ago. I got that Pharrell track on that Chance the Rapper. You got like Timberland. Yeah. It's I, different. I don't know if any of those people have ever actually worked with Chance the Rapper. I
1: have no idea either.
0: For someone who shares my namesake, I know almost nothing about
1: And that's, you know, that's okay. There's lots of Camerons that I don't know much about. Diaz, James, Cameron. Does that count? Sure. Cameron Balenciaga. Cameron Crow. Is that a person? Is there Cameron Crow?
0: Cameron. The journalist. We've we just got to be honest. There's not many famous cameras. Me? Um, let's figure out why. I don't know. Why aren't there very many famous cameras?
1: <coughs> I mean, there's a lot of famous,
0: lots of names.
1: I got a list right here. Famous people named Cameron. Oh, get ready to eat your words. Oh my goodness, this is not, this is a bad list. Cameron Ayers, Cameron Bailey, Cameron Boyce, Cameron Bright, Cameron Britton, Burrell, of you know all of these people. Cam Newton, basketball, I almost called him a basketball player. He's a football player. You got, you got
0: Diaz. You got me.
1: Wiz Khalifa's real name is Cameron Jabril Thomas. Ooh, that's a big get. We got Wiz Khalifa. That's right. It's a big get. And that's it. I rest my case. Okay. You,
0: Cameron Diaz, and Wiz Khalifa.
1: Yeah. Hanging out. Three famous Camerons. I I like it. I've only got the rapper. The rapper, Chance,
0: the dog from Homeward Bound. Okay. That's a good that's one. A pretty, that's a pretty good group. Let's face it. The several dogs from Homeward Bound because animals die in those movies. And it was also filmed in the
1: 90s and there's no way that dog is still alive even if it was just one dog that's true
0: that's true. I'm gonna pour a little out for chance <clears throat> you know we should be getting done with the intro
2: mm-hmm.
0: but <clears throat> that being said um my wife and i watched all of that 90s show uh-huh how was it it's surprisingly delightful oh good they did a really good job of translating the humor. Um, <clears throat> I can't believe there wasn't a Homeward Bound reference. It's a real shame. Yeah. We're teens into that, though. I don't know. Well, they, they reference movies all the time. Mm-hmm. They keep referencing, uh, I think, Batman Forever. Nice. Because that is the one currently mm-hmm. in theaters.
1: Um, but were they yeah. drinking out of Batman Forever cups from McDonald's? They weren't.
0: And... It's kind of worse off for it.
1: Yeah. But Our just, biggest regret in life is that we never uh, got those. Why? I don't know. I don't we know. had all sorts of other like ridiculous stuff, but we just never, never went for those. It's it's a weird show.
0: Like, cause that '70s show is kind of a weird show. Mm-hmm. And that like it really just informs the pop culture.
2: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: there's several things in 95 that I would think people would like include. Mm-hmm. Like, you're in ninety-five. You're like prime yo-yo time I mean 1995 was an extremely
1: important year of the 90s like a lot of things happened in
0: 1995 it's true and they don't they don't include a lot of it but it's enough to make me like believe it mm-hmm
1: yeah, I mean some of it you're probably not gonna put like you know the Oklahoma City bombing right that's kind of tonally but OJ OJ was definitely big and a big thing in 95 um
0: i don't know if there would have been a an easy in for for an oj joke no probably not <laughs> but maybe maybe i'll check it out but really that 70s show is kind of the same way like, mm-hmm. the 70s was more set dressing they're just start they're just start things yeah that you would think would be there um no it was good it was very good um i like that seventy show
2: mm-hmm.
0: so it's like i'll try that d show sure uh, and they definitely do like a uh, a girl meets world type thing mm-hmm. which I like I think I like better um you know I'm going to relate this to iCarly, a show that I have never seen um it's a good thing
1: to do have watched to relate things that you'd have no idea about
0: well but but have watched at least 10 hours worth of documentaries on. <laughs> because you don't make any sense as a person <laughs> um I'm going to relate iCarly. I feel like I know who iCarly is because I watched a 10-hour documentary on the evolution of iCarly, Victorious, and then Sam and Cat. Three shows I've never seen. Like you do, I suppose. Um, So I feel like I know the character of iCarly. I know that some people really like that iCarly grew up and is now like in the adult world, having adult relations. Mm -hmm. I don't need that. Like, I don't need to see how Eric and Donna are paying their mortgage. Mm-hmm. Just, like, I don't need to see iCarly on Tinder. Yeah. Like, I just don't. I don't need either of those. So, like, give me this the, the, the new generation. You know, and, and don't do it the way Girl Meets World did it, maybe. Yeah, maybe um, don't do that. Don't do it that way. But, like, this whole concept of, like, the new generation with the old sprinkled in.
1: hmm Yeah. Feels yeah, very Degrassi.
0: I'll take, I'll take that.
1: Yeah, Degrassi did that.
0: That's that's true. Degrassi did do that.
1: Um, Star Wars did that. But they didn't
0: I mean, do very good. Last Jedi is very good.
1: And I did like the Last Jedi. I I agree, but in some ways, I don't feel like they did a great job. But no, I feel like that they is. Did. I mean, I like that.
0: Yeah. So. I like
1: stories do that.
0: It's the new generation. Um, they smartly leave out the character hide in all ways um mm-hmm. what you gotta do um you just gotta mm-hmm. <laughs> you know his actor yeah did some liked. things yeah okay um but it's very funny all right maybe i'll it's, check it out it's surprisingly funny and if you like remember things from that 70s show i think it's actually best to go in how i went in where like i remember that sony show and there are like like, I remember that they have an old friend um, named, I think his name is Louie or Leonard or something, mm-hmm. that hangs out with him sometimes, and it's always weird. But I don't remember any specifics about him. I just remember he's like an old hippie who hangs out with them, mm-hmm, Played by Tommy Chong. Yeah, played by Tommy Chong. Like, and I think that's actually kind of the ideal way to go into it, being like, oh, yeah, I sort totally of remember
1: that, dude. Uh-huh. which is i think that's my whole relationship with that 70s show uh-huh. it's just, like, i think i've watched just about all of it but at this point i'm just sort of vaguely aware yeah
0: of yeah the highlights of the show um fez is in it a surprising amount which i loved mm-hmm. um but he his rival um which i forgot entirely about um his rival shows up in an episode and they like have a confrontation and while they were doing it i was like oh yeah this is a thing (laughs) so i think it's like it's almost best to go into it with like kind of the memory of oh this happened 20 years ago which is insane (laughs) yeah it is although apparently what people are saying is that it is in 95 um being it's set in 95 being filmed in 2023 But that is actually, or that is more time of a gap, a bigger time gap than the original 99 to 78 was. Mm -hmm. And that seems wild. Yeah. 78 seems like a million years before 99. Mm -hmm. But 1995
1: doesn't feel like that long ago. Right. We were just in kindergarten.
0: Like, it's like, but no, those, those were the 70s. It's like, oh, but. Those were the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, time! Time
1: doesn't make sense. Time isn't real.
0: Yeah, I I like it. I think the the new kids are funny. Um, there's a good mix of new and old humor. Kitty and Red are delightful. They always were. Yeah, and they're in every episode, so mm-hmm. you get a lot of good stuff with that.
1: Good. Lots of dumbasses and
0: uh-huh. all of that. Yeah, it. The big trailer for the show that kind of actually sold me on it is Eric yelling at his daughter and her saying like, I'm not getting in that car. And then in the trailer, Eric goes, oh, you're getting in that car or my foot's going to get in your ass. And (laughs) then it it cuts to Red and Red's like, I have never been this proud. (laughs) And all the women are just like, Staring at Eric with mouth agape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that, that scene actually kind of sold the show too. Anyway, that was a really big tangent. Just to say, I would think Homeward Bound would be referenced in that '90s show, <laughs> <laughs> but you would be wrong. Um, I guess that was a uh, that '90s show. Watch
1: that was a that was a pretty warm open.
0: <laughs> it, you know, I was surprised by it. I was delighted. I had to share.
1: Surprised by Red Foreman. Brought to you by Stan Stan the Plumber Man. If he can't flush it, no one can. Unless someone real decides to sponsor us, this is Boy Meets World Fever, and I am one of your hosts, Cameron.
0: And I am your other host, Chance, and I am disappointed. I'm so sorry. Stan Stan the Plumber Man. In this episode? In 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 this episode? You just took the millionaire's money and St. Mary's just mm-hmm. left but out am gonna Joke's on
1: you. What do you think I'm going to do with that million dollars? Here you go, vardalos treasure of my big fat Greek wedding. Here's a million dollars for those kids. Get them some bigger beds.
0: Oh, I don't know about this. I don't know about this. Ugh. Took
1: that money. Took that plumber. Filthy, dirty money. Ugh.
0: Ugh. Millionaires went again and orphans suffer. But they
1: didn't because I didn't take St. Mary's money and I gave them money.
0: But you, you lost them. Our glowing endorsement. Uh, I feel like we're going to talk about them a lot, though. So,
1: everyone <sighs> yeah. go to St. Mary's. Get get your kids at St. Mary's. They weren't they weren't brought to you by Stan One and Tommy Put them on layaway or whatever it is that you do.
0: Yeah, whatever. It is. <laughs> Stan One and Tommy Law, which may be the opposite of how this episode. Went. Uh-huh. I would say so. Um, yeah. How are you, like- Chance? It's been so long. Um, I'm good, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, we've had a bit of a break. Yeah. Um, it wasn't like intentional.
0: No, I don't I went to the lake and I had one last family Christmas. You had one last family Christmas, and then I weirdly got sick again mm-hmm. after you got COVID. <clears throat> I don't even know what I had this time. I was bubbly, one would say, Tuesday morning. Like Tuesday morning, I greeted my family who had the day off because of snow. And I was like, Oh, you guys are going to have so much fun. And then I went to work, but then almost immediately getting to work, I had to come home from work because they closed our offices because of the snow.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Um, Turned around, came home, set up my, my home office, started working. And then at like, so I start work at 10. So this is not that long into the day at noon. I can't click on anything because I am trembling, like trembling, shaking. And I'm like, what is happening? What is going on? So I tell my my people, I'm like, I'm going on a 15 minute break. I don't know what's going on. And I am realize, and this is very rare for me. I am freezing. I am so cold. And I go to my wife and I'm like, you're not going to believe this because I never get cold. I'm like, I am freezing freezing so much i can't stop shaking and she was like oh and she like went to hug me kind of like a warm me up thing she's like chance you're on fire i'm like what and she's i'm like no i'm i'm freezing and she's like no you you like she felt my head and she's like you are on fire so i had a really high fever so i like went and closed out all my cases <clears throat> And I was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to lay down until this fever goes away. And like, I went to like change out of my work clothes. And like, the very act of taking off my shirt sent such violent t- chills through me <laughs> that <laughs> I piled every blanket we had on and like just kind of stood there and shivered. And my wife was like, Do you, what is happening? And I'm like, I have no idea. And then for the next two days, I was under blankets or taking very hot showers because I was freezing while I had a 102 degree fever and then it was gone. (sighs) And my body felt like I had just done a very intense workout. Well, I'm glad you made it. No clue. Like, did not like do extra coughing, no extra sneezing, couldn't keep any food down. So that was fun. Just a terrible fever. Just an awful two day Really high fever, and we were like, "Okay, like tomorrow you're going to the doctor." Broke, and I felt a lot <laughs> better, even though my body was wiped out.
1: Yeah, yeah, it'll do that.
0: So yeah, don't know why, but that happened, and here we are, mm-hmm.
1: reunited, healthier, uh, stronger, faster than we've
0: ever been. Well, I'm actually still feel fa- fairly weak, but that's more. Real. More sleek and agile. (laughs) More sleek and agile than we've ever been.
1: (laughs) Probably because we had our new record for longest cold open ever.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Again. It's like three or four episodes in a row where I feel like we've pushed that title.
0: Anyone at home, if you know what I had, please tell me because it was it was just so very bizarre. I think what
1: you had was a fever.
0: But you don't just get a fever. Like Was it was it
1: Bieber fever?
0: It might have been. It might have been.
1: Oh no, Chance had the
0: Bieber fever. Um, Get COVID 20. I, I may have. COVID 23. Mm-hmm. First documented case. It's very bizarre. I legitimately started to worry that my brain was going to overheat one <laughs>
1: Yeah, Cygnus will do that to you, make you worry.
0: Um, but then um, I was just suddenly fine. Good. But we're back. We're As back. I
1: said earlier, we're here. Um, and we're gonna talk about Boy Meets World. Got a real doozy of an episode to talk about here. That the name of it I can never remember. Oh yeah. I'm gonna look it up. It's like if I can make you happy or something. Let's see. Can I help to cheer you? Oh see? that wasn't too far off.
0: That's a that's a bad title.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't understand it. It's what? oh it's a rock opera from or a line from the rock opera
0: Tommy by the Who. Oh, okay. It's a good title. Well Deep so cut. probably not, but um maybe the stupidest episode of Boyman's World ever? Uh maybe. I could I could see that on, on
1: especially on one half.
0: But but think about it for a second. Kind of on the other half too. Yeah, like this episode's stupid. Like <laughs> just like there's different levels of stupid. There's different types of stupid. This whole Construction is stupid. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'm not definitely... I'm not saying like a, a, a mark of quality like mm-hmm. or lack thereof. I'm just saying like, this episode is stupid.
1: Yeah, I think it's quite good.
0: Uh, Overall, as an episode. But
1: I feel like there is a lot of just... Uh, really? Like what what's happening here?
0: Yeah. <sighs> this whole episode is... One, two, seven scenes? Mm. Well, I guess if you count I think the more than that. I guess if you count the um scene at the end, maybe eight, but it's not many scenes. No, but can we really use that as a metric to judge this
1: show when I feel like so many episodes are doing that?
0: No, no, and I normally I think a low scene count actually makes the show better. It. Uh, hmm. This is a stupid episode, and I don't know what I mean by quality in that. (laughs) Well. Like, don't be like, Chance thinks this episode is stupid, so he's going to give it a bad score. I don't know that I'm going to, but it is stupid. If it is a 10, it is the stupidest 10 of all time. (laughs) If it is a 1, it is the stupidest 1 of all
1: time. Whatever it is, apparently it's stupid.
0: Wasn't really a word I
1: was thinking going in.
0: It's a, it's a word I thought a lot watching this episode.
1: I definitely say that it's silly. It, it's um, nonsensical in a lot of ways.
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: The whole Cory and Topanga side of the thing is like, what is happening?
0: So let's just get into it. Because I feel like the stupidity of this episode is all set up in the first scene. Mm-hmm. Which is in the student union. Very I briefly. Actually, huh? Very briefly. Yeah. I don't really remember which scene come, which part of the scene comes first. According to Panga, are first. They come in first.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Yeah, Panga is straight. Well, can, you need to synop the episode. Okay. We haven't done that, and that's your job.
0: <sighs> but I don't even. Um. How do I synop this episode? Eric goes through one of the hardest, most painful things in his entire life to show that he loves Tommy. And Corey and Topanga are in a cartoon wedding.
1: They crash a cartoon wedding. Not they just crash that a in, they crash it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's some funny bits.
1: And Sean and Angela are there for some reason. Yeah, that's also weird.
0: It's also real weird to have this Sean. Uh, we we'll get there. We we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Who knows? This this uh, this is more of a question mark than an episode.
1: Just a great big,
0: huh? <laughs> so yeah, let's set up this first scene.
1: Yeah. So we start with Corey and Topanga coming into the union and Topanga's just like, there's so many things that we have to get ready for. Like mm-hmm. if we're really doing this thing, like we need to get invitations and I need to get a dress and a cake and all of this stuff. And Corey's just like, Oh, this is too much.
0: Well, yeah. He's like, we need to set a date before we can do any of this. Like this is stupid. Mm-hmm.
1: And she's <laughs> like, you don't set a date. You pick a hall. And the hall sets the date, and they book up two years in advance. And so, why are we just now starting this process? Mm-hmm. If this is the thing, why? Why are we? I mean, we're March easily mm-hmm. at this point, and you got engaged in May. Yeah, but they
0: got May. like they got like someday in the future engaged. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if it's like a
1: we, if it's a two years out sort of thing,
0: yeah, then just do it. Pick the date.
1: Like, if it's two years out, that's a lot of time.
0: Yeah, yeah, go find the hall. Yeah. Um, and so it's kind of set up Cor- She's nagging Corey and Corey's just like, ah, I just want it to be easy. I just need to take a nap. Let me take a nap. Yeah. Um, which sets up kind of their dynamic for the episode. Um, the nagging and the wanting it to be easy um thing. Um very like very simple, very like cartoony. They exit. Mm-hmm. And then Tommy is just like Eric, I need you to adopt me.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: In a very serious, like, this is my life. I'm not a toy. Please adopt me way.
1: Uh It's like, I'm the oldest kid at St. Mary's. I'm not getting any younger. When are you going to adopt me? And he's like, I can't. And he's like, when Shaggy fell down the well, Scooby saved him because he loved him. Save me. He's like, you know, I love me. me.
0: He's like, I know. You you know, I love you. He's like, then why won't you save me? (laughs) I'm just like, oh, twist the knife, Thomas. Okay, but this is why this episode is stupid because we will spend the rest of our episode going between this and that. doesn't. <laughs> they're they're not equal. Whose decision was this? Whose whose bright idea <clears throat> was like, <clears throat> all right, we're gonna get Erica a story. Um, we gotta. We're going to really rip his heart out. We're going to stomp on it. Um, he's going to be the emotional center of the whole story. What do we want the B-plot to be? Do, but it's not even the B-plot. Like They're basically equal. More time. <laughs> yes. And someone someone was like, we did have that idea for Cory and to crash a cartoon wedding.
1: <laughs> yes, I, I'm seeing it. I love it. Roll it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And someone was like, yes, those two together. Corey yeah. has to learn to take the hard way out, even though he wants things to be easy. <laughs> yes. Not but marrying Eric... a stranger who doesn't <laughs> well, know who getting, you are. Getting two million dollars. Um, and Eric will have his heart ripped out and stepped on for the greater good of a child. Mm-hmm.
1: With the emotional support of <coughs> Niavar Vardalos of My Big Fat Greek Wedding, soon to be oh, fame. Sort of emotional That's a great movie. I, I am not. You need to watch it. Okay. My Big Fat Greek Wedding is stellar. It's a great movie. What mean. year did that come out?
0: I know I ap- at least share one of its philosophies, because every Windex? time I'm like, oh, let's just clean it with Windex. Everyone's like, oh, like my Big Fat Greek Wedding. I'm like, no, you can just clean anything with Windex. Stop no, Windex it. is just good to clean things. It's an
1: ammonia-based cleaner. Yeah. It's like, you can just use Windex to clean things, <laughs> like my Big Fat Greek Wedding. No. <clears throat> it was 2002, so we're still like, we're in 99 at this point. <sighs> yeah, we're 3 so We're still a little ways out. But man, what a good movie. And she's in it. I've gathered
0: she's (laughs) not in this episode yet uh
1: yeah it really doesn't make sense though when
0: you look at these two plots and I don't know about you but I was getting like whiplash Mm -hmm. I was like oh now I'm like now I'm supposed to laugh at the funny stand stand joke Mm -hmm. and now I'm
1: bawling my eyes out as Eric closes the door with Tommy on the other side (laughs) and like breaks down as yeah, as and the and, and Mary's lady's like, good for
0: you. Yeah, and then directly after that, cuts to you're never gonna have a chance like this again, man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Who? What? I, Stan. Stan. I. You could have chosen any, like any other. Like you could do. You could do the Corey going to Hooters subplot right here. At least there's like some heart to it. <laughs> there's no yeah. heart to this. Yeah,
1: it doesn't, it doesn't really do anything. Even Corey's, like, heartfelt speech at the end is, like, nothing. Yeah. I watched this episode twice, and I still don't really remember anything from what he says.
0: No, because it's all about, like, love's all that matters stuff. Yeah. You and two
1: people that I don't know.
0: In the real, I've been calling it a cartoon wedding for a very important reason. Because like this show straddles the line of sometimes it wants to be a cartoon, and sometimes it wants to be in the real world. And it straddles that line pretty good. But why is one so real, and the other such a cartoon? Like, how am I supposed to take Corey's nonsense speech about love seriously? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, in an episode where everything is cartoony, okay, I can probably do that, but... I'm in the real world with Tommy and Eric right now, thank you.
1: Yeah. I need some more of them. And even I feel like even like a cartoony weird subplot in this episode that's mostly focused on Eric wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't given equal footing.
0: Yeah, it well it's the equal footing and just I don't know, I feel like it has to be like a cartoony subplot with at least some heart to it. Mhm.
1: Yeah, or something. Like this is it's just all weirdly out of character
0: well maybe hyper in character like
1: maybe yeah maybe that's more it because it's like you can kind of see both Corey and sean acting the way that they do
0: yeah yeah it's kind of like we're, we're hyper for focused on the fact that topanga's a nag we're hyper focused on Corey's an easygoing guy we're hyper focused on sean's never had money we're mm-hmm. hyper focused on angela is is Yes woman. <laughs> Angela is present. It's like this hyper focus onto one trait to make the point the episode is trying to make. Mm-hmm. Um
1: meanwhile, Eric is like experiencing the entire range of human emotions.
0: Yeah, like like we have this we have to boil these people down to their basic, their most basic traits to make a silly point. That we've made a million times and don't need to make again. Mm -hmm. Where the other character has probably the most complex problem in the history of Boy Meets World and has to feel every minute of it.
1: Yeah. And he's usually the one that's silly and like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of there for those moments. Now he's experiencing things in just a much bigger, deeper way than the rest of the gang ever really does
0: yeah this is this is like what if jonathan turner's adoption decision was dragged out for the whole episode and like he had to go see sean sleep on a bench mm-hmm. and instead of getting the out of like oh my dad's back oh i didn't have to adopt you ever cool it if it, it, he hadn't gotten that that easy out of mm-hmm. chet coming back and had to love like seen Sean sleep on the bench and, like, wrestle with that. Like, that's the kind of level we're getting at here. Yeah. And uh, on the other hand, take the money. Yeah. <laughs> I I just... I, I li- literally could not believe this episode existed as I watched it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I see your point. I <laughs> totally see your point. I think what would best serve us talking about this is to completely separate these two things from one another
2: well, because I, yeah. one
1: it, it's hard to and then remember and then oh, and then it cuts over here and this happens who can really say but also we can just talk about the wedding quickly and easily yes and yes. then just be done with it
0: right. to be honest we've already kind of covered it mm-hmm. so yeah. i agree with there's a part of me that wants to jump back and forth like this episode did uh-huh. Just so just you could get some sort of experience Because we're going to talk about this Wacky Stan Stan the plumber man over here And then We're going to watch a man's heart get stomped on
1: Yeah Let's all but, experience the jarring whiplash
0: But we won't do that We will at the end of that Tommy asking Eric scene It picks up And the four friends uh, Corey Topanga Sean, Sean and Angela, Angela are at a wedding at a wedding, looking looking dashing, no, all looking very very good. Um, Corey's just kind
1: of like, why are why are we here? This is weird. And Topanga says the whoever the wedding planner is said so we could do this. This happens all the time. Like we yeah, just kind of to...
0: see what they like and don't like,
1: mm-hmm. which makes sense. Makes yeah. sense to me. If there I are don't people know
0: why you, know. you would send her, them to a millionaire's wedding, but <laughs> I mean, what do they care? Yeah, so they're this beautiful. We're told beautiful. It doesn't.
1: Yeah, we see like a little bit of it. It doesn't look that big.
0: Yeah, I, I guess all the white is supposed to make us think it's beautiful. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. But but the the characters are explaining how beautiful the wedding is. Mm-hmm. Um Our and, wedding will never be this beautiful. Yeah, and they're really. I never. I didn't know how I felt about it. They're really hammering this Topanga thing. Like, oh, our wedding will never be this beautiful. Nag nag nag. Oh, it'll never be this beautiful Corey, do this, do that, do this, mhm, And it's kind of like the whole thing is like because we need we need to forget great topanga,
1: yeah, so that Corey can be tempted by this deal,
0: yeah, by what's yeah, by what's coming <laughs> uh-huh. so everything is like this is so beautiful. Ours will never be like this. Can't you imagine yours being like this? Corey, do this that, this and that, this and that, mm-hmm.
1: but even that, I didn't feel like. Like, yes, there's a couple moments where Topanga's like that. But at the same time, she's a really big non-presence in the episode, too.
0: Well, sure, yeah. I'm just saying it's like
1: They're just really wow. trying to get their big bang for their buck of this really horrible one note of Topanga. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. she's just gone. Like, it's never like, Corey, how about you talk with Topanga about this?
0: <laughs> no, no. It's just like, oh, I'm going to listen until it's over is, like, mm-hmm. Corey's thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Topanga gets like three scenes. Three scenes where she gets to like have a monologue, but each time it is like nag the lazy boy, mm-hmm.
1: which he is being quite the lazy boy.
0: I mean, yes and no.
1: He's he's dealing with a lot of fake problems. Yeah, or just nonsense issues.
0: I don't know. I <laughs> I would be in a similar place. I'd be like. We can't figure any of this out until we get the hall anyway, so let's just find the hall. Like I, I don't know what flowers I want. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Let's find the hall first. Yeah, let's do that and talk to their person. Who does all of those things and like, we can figure it out. I guess actionable steps. I would be like what's the actionable
1: step? This is the actionable step chance crashing <laughs> a millionaire's wedding.
0: Um but anyway, yeah. Who
1: should come around the corner as Topanga says, we need to lay low and not draw attention to ourselves. Oh, Sean is like, give me all the food. He's yes. like eating all the food. Um, but then the groom and the father of the bride are having an argument um, where the father of the bride, Stan, really doesn't want the groom to marry his daughter.
0: Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he, he's, like, he's cartoonish as well. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, it's a Italian... I feel like he's a big actor. Let me see. Surely this is on the...
1: That'd be Richard Port now.
0: I feel like I've seen him in other things. You certainly
1: have, I'm sure. He was in The Sopranos. I didn't see Me neither. He was in an episode of Seinfeld. Uh, I mean, he's been... He has over 200 acting credits to his name.
0: Yeah, I was about to say. I think he's been in a lot. So, but
1: he, he definitely
0: has. But yeah, he like... Is this Italian kind of like I guess stereotype?
1: Mm-hmm. Of like he kind of feels like Joe Pesci in Home Alone to me, just in the way he says kindergarten, because the groom is a kindergarten teacher. He's uh, like, I can't believe that my daughter is going to get married to a teacher of kindergarten.
0: Yeah, yeah, kindergarten, kindergarten. Uh, I guess they do say that the same way. Again, I've seen Home Alone one time. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Well, I've, again, this is the world I live in. We to watched it a couple weeks ago
0: um yeah so he the, he's talking to his future son-in-law mm-hmm. he's like how are you gonna keep my daughter in a jaguar you don't come work for me he's, he's like, like, I like nice I do. things yeah I, I like what i do stan teaching kindergarten that's what yeah. you like and he's like yes now i'm gonna go marry your daughter
1: yeah bye um and then he's upset about it and then <laughs> cory butts in for some reason <laughs>
0: Well, Corey doesn't butt in. Corey's... I guess
1: that Stan is like, hey, you, why are you standing there?
0: Yeah, he's like, why, why are you standing there at my wedding? Who are <laughs> he's you? Like, he's like, I was told I could stand. Mm-hmm. And then he the starts wedding, ranting, baby, and then he goes, and he, he asks him something, he's like, oh, no, sir. I think it would be much better if kids listened to their elders.
1: And so this guy's like,
0: This is it. This is the one. <laughs> well, not yet, because first he goes, ah, you call me sir. I like that. That's a turn of respect. You know, he calls me Stan, like it says on the side of my truck.
1: All right. And then Corey's like, wait, Stan, 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 the plumber man. (laughs) If I can't plunge it. No one can.
2: Ah!
1: So they connect. Corey does have a funny moment when they're talking about kindergarten where he's like, you know who was my kindergarten teacher? Mr. Feeney. He's been my teacher every year of my life. Yeah, but
0: Cameron, which isn't true that's also stupid (laughs) Uh because the whole, like the whole scene, everyone in this scene pauses and lets him ruminate on this fact that no one would understand. No one would care about
1: (laughs) (laughs) Stan, Stan, the plumber man has
0: things to do. Corey, (laughs) like, like why would anyone sit there and listen, especially Stan's who has shown that he will interrupt and be like, yeah, Ruminate on that thought for me, Corey. I just
1: love that you called him Stan. Stan,
0: <clears throat> Stan, Stan the of me yeah, <laughs> and
1: then Corey reveals he's a virgin. Also,
0: oh yeah, which... he, he he's like, oh well, I've got a girl over there. He he's like, she isn't she beautiful? They're all beautiful with the lights off. I wouldn't know, sir. Wait, does that mean you're a virgin? I'm cursed. Yeah, sir. <laughs> and that he decides this is the one. This is the one.
1: My daughter will marry this curly head kid.
0: <laughs> yes, this this curly haired boy. And he's like, Well, I can't do that. He's like, give me a million dollars. It's
1: like, what? He's like, You're ne- we're in negotiations. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> a millionaire. <laughs> plumbing is very lucrative.
0: <laughs> and he's like, he's like, well, I, I would assume we've got an empire of it. Yeah. He's, the he's plumbing like, man. all right, now come with me. We only got 20 minutes to break up this wedding and they walk somewhere and i legitimately have no idea where they're going Yeah, no clue the next the thing comes the, comes the other way so yeah i don't know
1: <laughs> they're just plotting
0: and they they like run off um and then we come back to this scene and it's Corey and sean talking and Sean's and like, like
1: take the money <laughs> like but i love the like, we all do take the money <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> I just like we all do. Like the money. This this Sean
0: is weird.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> like we spent we spent an entire arc of season five of him processing the breaking up of Corey and Topanga, <laughs> yeah. and then just suddenly there's a million dollars on a million two, million one point two $1.2 million dollars on the line, and Sean is like, "Sorry, Topanga, <laughs> <laughs> it's over."
0: You know, I can actually kind of buy that though.
1: If only Lauren had this kind of, this kind of mad Skrilla, yeah. I would have taken this much better
0: <laughs> last time. Yeah. If Lauren had had a million too. I mean, yeah. This, um, it, it was a little hard because like we've spent most of this season with moody, with, with like moody artist, Um, mm-hmm. uh, break up dead dad sean yeah and we we had a quick like reprieve from that for like the gouda thing mm-hmm. but we hated that episode yeah that one wasn't great so like silly carefree take the money sean is, is a little much here
1: yeah it doesn't it it doesn't feel like the sean that we have anymore
0: yeah yeah it's weird
1: and, i mean i guess people contain multitudes yeah. He can be good to Sean and take the money, Sean. And I need my dad, and he's gone from my life.
0: Yeah, um, and like everything in my life is awful and falling apart. Mm-hmm.
1: I still love Angela, but I can't <laughs> love her because I'll only end up hurting her in the end, just as all my relationships have fallen apart. But also take the money.
0: But also take the money. But also take the money, and I'm going to act flippant and careless this whole time. It's me. <laughs> he
1: and Corey have like a. No head nodding and shaking argument as Topanga's turning to speak to both of them,
0: yeah. Yeah, Topanga comes and she's she does that thing I told you for the third, Mm -hmm. pretty much final time of like, This is so beautiful, Corey. Do this, 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 and this. Oh, it's so wonderful. Can you imagine, Corey? Do this, this, and this, yeah. And there, as Topanga's talking
1: to each one, Sean is like, Yes, take the money, and Corey's like, No. And then it finally works out, where she's like, Are you listening? And she looks to sean and he says yes and then she looks to cory and he goes
0: no <laughs> yeah and and yeah and then sean goes if you're not going to take the money i am mm-hmm. so he goes to talk to stan stan mm-hmm. he goes and talks to stan Stan, and he's he says i must marry your daughter must m- marry her must work for you mm-hmm. he's <laughs> then, I'm, I'm gonna i got a number and i'm gonna
1: make an offer
2: I got a number in like, mind. I got a number in mind.
1: I and he's like, I'll give you 20 bucks to get
0: the hell away from me. <laughs> he's, so like, he's like, all dear. right. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. And then it worked. um And then we go, yeah, to the final scene of this where they're all taking a seat. Corey sees the bride and is like, He turns into a Jewish man, which I actually noticed. Like, we all know Corey's Jewish. Like, you can tell his last name is Savage. Like, Ben, um, Ben Savage is a Jewish man. Mm-hmm. But Corey Matthews isn't. Yeah. <laughs> He's very much not. Like, why does Corey have, like, three exclamations? He, he says, Meshuggah mm-hmm. at one point, and then, like, his exclamations at the woman are both very Jewish. Mm-hmm. And even, I feel like, when... Uh, and she's like, she's like, oh
1: mustard! And is wiping mustard off his face, and he's like, stop!
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of a Jewish stereotype. Mm-hmm. I, 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 that that was a note I made during this episode. It's like, why is Corey so <laughs> Jewish right now?
1: Because <laughs> it's a cartoon.
0: Like I know why Ben Savage is because he is, but Corey Matthew doesn't make any sense. Isn't he's not. Um, Hoy! Yeah. Um it was very bizarre to me. Was Stan yeah. supposed to be a Jewish stereotype and not a no, he was definitely like a He feels more Italian. Yeah, like an Italian or even Greek, like mm-hmm. This is the Greek wedding. Overbearing parent. It's big and fat in Greek. I don't know. But either way, it was it was very bizarre to me. But uh-huh. all three times Corey like just does something. Yeah. Very stereotypically. I don't know. It was weird. Anyway. But then yeah. the
1: bride is like, thank you for coming to my wedding. Um, She seems very nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But then goes down the aisle and Stan is like, you're never going to get another offer like this.
0: <laughs> yes. While mm-hmm. he's walking his daughter down the aisle.
1: Who's completely clueless to the uh, mm-hmm. scheme that's been hashed by her father.
0: Yeah. So Corey follows and then sits down and Stan like is just standing in front, which is not a thing that parents do at weddings. No, He's just like staring. Very disgruntled. He's just like staring daggers at Corey. Mm-hmm. And then Sean comes and sits down and he's like, Oh boy. And Corey goes, did you see the bride? Ooh, yeah.
1: Uh-huh. Like imagine the honeymoon they'll be on some nude beach in Tahiti. Uh huh.
0: So and Corey imagines them both fully close. Uh-huh. I guess she's in a bikini top. <laughs> oh, Corey, Yeah,
1: that's Corey.
0: Um, but she, it, it, what he imagines is him just eating grapes. Mm-hmm. She's
1: feeding him grapes, and then he comes to, and he's got his hand up at the—if anyone would object, yes. Thing,
0: yeah, he's got his hand up, and Topanga wrestles it down, but it keeps going up, and then he falls out of his chair. yeah. Picks him up and is like, listen to this boy. He has something very important to say. And And that's when Corey gives this talk about love. Yeah, like, it doesn't, nothing matters except the person next to you. Let's go. This isn't our time. And there is no way, by the way, that the bride and groom are watching strangers Mm -hmm. interrupt the middle of their ceremony
1: there's just like like this look uh of joy on their face of like this like an encouraging word from this weird kid why is this weird jewish kid talking (laughs) 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 yeah it doesn't it doesn't make sense it again them being touched by this is really stupid (laughs) but they go and then that's basically the end of that or Dan's stands like two million yeah and his hand goes up again I think Topanga gets it at this point. <laughs> uh-huh. She's like, I see what's happening. And then they also get the little end tag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, is Sean funny. making out with the bride.
0: Yeah. She, she He's making out with the bride. And Corey says, what is this? You hear like this? He's like, you had your chance. He says, you're right. Can I have the grapes? Not the yeah. socks off. They're already off. <laughs> and then he goes, and he takes this like really weird wide stance. Mm. I watched this with my wife. And Nikki goes, why is he sitting like that? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Comedy. Okay.
0: And that's that. That's that. That's, that's that. It, we, we say this sometimes on this show. Not that often, but sometimes. And it's nothing.
1: Yeah. And if this was all there was to the episode, I mean, that'd be one thing. It's kind of like, well, that's weird. And if there was another B-plot with it that was like,
0: Jack I don't know. And Sh- Sh- Jack and Eric are up to some shenanigans. Mm-hmm.
1: But they're mad at each other right now. But if this is placed at some other point in the season when they weren't mad at each other. Yeah. Where Eric had left.
0: Then it, it would have
1: worked, I guess.
0: Or, or even like, you have a warm moment about Eric learning to be a big brother to Joshua. Mm-hmm. And like, so you got kind of the like comedy, and you got Eric learning about his family. Yeah, a little heart, but it no could have worked. I mean, it would have been like probably a five point five, a six out of ten. Mm-hmm. But it would have been
1: something. It would have been something. But now we have something else to talk about. But before we do, I have something to say.
0: No sleep till Bobka.
1: No sleep till Bobka. Yes. <laughs> no sleep till Bobka. Burn him. That's right. The Yeasty Boys. You thought we forgot. Just like you thought we forgot this podcast existed for a couple weeks. But we didn't forget. We never forget. We never sleep. We, never sleep. we hunger. Constantly roving the earth. That's looking right. for the latest and greatest and baked anything. <clears throat> and today, I'm coming to you with an international spin oh. on okay. the Yeasty Boys. I have one bread and one other baked good. Okay, um, that's not strictly bread. That's not in bread at all. Which would you want first? Well, I feel like we should end on bread. Okay, we'll end on bread. So the first thing uh-huh. I've just started having these, and they're delightful. And is it the Stroopwafel. waffle? The what now? Have you ever had a stroop waffle, Chance? I don't think so. It's a. I believe it is Danish. I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. But it's a. You know. You know, like a waffle cone. Yes. It's like that same sort of stuff, not quite as hard, but you make one and you make another one. And then in between you put caramel and then you press it together and it kind of seals together. And so it's like this crispy, but also soft, sort of almost like a cookie. But what you're supposed to do is when you have tea or coffee that's hot, you put it on top and one, it keeps the heat in, but it kind of melts the caramel inside. And so then you can like, you can dunk it or that's what I've been doing is dunking it in like a hot latte and then you just eat it and it's delicious.
0: Fascinating. I've never heard of it. Are these those abominations they put on s'mores in Great British Baking Show?
1: Uh, No, those are digestive biscuits. Very different things.
0: There was a Great British
1: Baking Show episode where they made Oh, in series five, I think. And it went disastrously because it was caramel week and no one's caramel would work. And so yeah. everyone's stroop waffles were bad because the caramel is the centerpiece. Ugh. Yeah. Don't know why they couldn't make caramel, but something was off.
0: All, I've never successfully made caramel, so.
1: but it's like they just did it on their first challenge, and it was their technical to make the stroop waffle. and it was like, nobody can make the caramel no matter how many times they started over. Okay, And then they did the, the showstopper and everyone did caramel just fine. And so I'm just like, what happened? Was there something wrong with the ingredients that were given to them? I
0: don't know. Oh. I don't know. But stroop Waffles. I know. I've three. seen that episode. I just don't remember.
1: They're good. Stroop waffles
0: are delicious. Okay. I believe you. I want this, one. The
1: next one. You ready for it? I am. We're traveling all the way to the subcontinent for this one.
0: Yeah. India. Are we talking, talking about in,
1: naan? talking about naan.
0: Oh love Tell it. me how your thoughts on naan. Oh, naan is so good. Um garlic buttery naan. That's my that's my jam. It was so good. I can just I would eat it non-stop. Non-stop. I um can. probably my least favorite great British baking challenge of all time was the naan challenge. I remember that one too. Pro- probably my least favorite ever. Because Why? they're just like, hey. We're gonna throw everything about baking out, like just no baking. Make non over a campfire.
1: Oh, that was a little different. They're making pita. No, I thought that was non. No, that was the finale of season six.
0: Was I just it? watched
1: it when I was sick.
0: Well, it was bad. Mm-hmm.
1: I thought it that didn't make non. a lot of sense. But Raúl, my boy Raúl, pulled that pulled out the W in the end.
0: But that's like that's not like who is the best baker. That's yeah, that's like it's
1: like a totally different thing.
0: Who is the best at adapting to cooking over a campfire? Mm-hmm. But the non challenge was normal. They used their
1: ovens. They were inside the tent.
0: Okay, maybe it was pita, but non is big. Is not pita. Non is not pita. It's yes. different. They're different, and non is delicious. But it's so good. It is. I haven't it had any good non in a very long time. We got some from
1: Trader Joe's. When do you um, go to Trader Joe's? It's my wife's work. It's on the way, sort of. Oh, okay. it. sort of ish. Um, but she got some, and she also got me the frozen chicken tikka masala. Oh yeah, yeah. That they serve there. Um, and I took that to work one day. Stellar. But the naan, when you like toast it and put some butter on it, mm-hmm. it's just something. that, For some reason, when you eat it when it's toasted like that, it's like kind of chewy. Yeah, but like a really satisfying chewy. Yeah. Not like a ooh, this is bad, but like a mm. <sighs> this has a good mouth feel.
0: Yeah, naan has a great mouthfeel, um, and I love it. Mm-hmm. And everyone yeah. should eat naan. <clears throat> naan has a great full flavor, and when you put like a like a garlic butter on it, that full flavor like now is a full flavor of garlic butter. So mm-hmm. yeah, I just I want more right now, but we don't have any. I am in a pretty constant state of wanting naan, and I don't think I've had good naan in a year. Have you had it from Trader Joe's? I've never been to a Trader Joe's. No. Well, you should. You should have some from there. I was like, I go into the city weekly and I know, or daily, and I don't go to Trader Joe's. Maybe when next time we hang out. Okay. It'll be a non night.
1: Non night. We can wear our loongies and eat some non.
0: I have no idea
1: where my loongie is. I think I might. But you know no where problem. mine is? No. I know where mine
0: is. Okay. <laughs> that would be weird. That would be weird. Um let me see that naan
1: mm, I just no. had a song. yeah. Um it's quite the song. Yeah, none is great. Everyone should eat none. Mm-hmm. This whole conversation's been a non-starter. <laughs> 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 We're just laughing, just not have to cry mm-hmm. soon.
0: Um, sure. uh, but, I did make a great dad joke today. would you like to? Hear it? Oh, I, I guess we should close the ESD v- boys first.
1: Yes, yeah, so let's close it first. No,
0: sleep, sleep till Bobka. No. no, sleep, sleep till Bobka. Yeah. Um, but yes, so um, with my adopted stepson, my adopted stepson, who I love very much and would never trade for anything mm-hmm. important for future conversations. <laughs> Um, I, uh, we were playing with Play-Doh and he spelled his name and I was like, oh, what else can you spell? And he spelled poop. Uh-huh. That feels right. Me, and he put his hand over his fa- mouth and he snickered. He said, sorry, that's a bad word. And I was like, I'll write a bad word too. And I just wrote the word bad. <laughs> and I said, see, it's a bad word. And he went, Chance. <laughs>
1: That's the right response.
0: But I thought it was a pretty classic dad. He said, you're not my dad.
1: That's not what he said. Good. He shouldn't say that. <sighs> he said, I, I hate you. But I thought I'm I was really mad that. at you right now. Stop that. <laughs> um, but yeah. the Bad word, Chance. Teaching that kid bad words. So, yeah.
0: We've left Tommy and Eric.
1: Tommy and Eric, can I help to cheer you? Obviously from Tommy by The Who. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Duh. I didn't even know who wrote a music. Who? <laughs> I'm saying. Um. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Uh, Eric, yeah, I mean, we set it up at the beginning. Yeah. Where Tommy just out of the blue, adopt me.
0: Yeah, adopt me. And Eric is at his parents' house destroyed. <laughs> uh-huh. Talking about, like, why shouldn't he be able to? And they tell him all of the reasons he shouldn't be able to. Yeah,
1: it's like you... Sleep on you, you sleep here on our couch. It's like you can't take care of yourself. And he's like, Why won't someone take me seriously and see me as an adult?
0: And Helen's just like, Your fly, Your fly is down. So he zips it up, turns around, and his shirt is stuck in his fly. Mm-hmm. Which Amy points
1: out, and he just takes it and rips his shirt out off of his torso
0: through yeah, his fly. So we have to imagine that the stitching in the back of the shirt which there's not normally stitching in the backs of shirts no has to give way
1: mm-hmm. eric is very strong <laughs>
0: He's very... this should
1: be noted for our timeline
0: <laughs> eric's strong enough to rip a shirt off the worst way
1: like at some point where we didn't see eric was given the super soldier
0: serum <laughs> and he has impossible strength it wouldn't be the first or even last of his superpowers. No. There's um, clearly
1: something going on with him.
0: Yeah. So he rips his shirt off through his fly. <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah. But he's talking with his parents of just like, like, why can't, like, why can't I do this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I want to, I, I want to cut up maybe people who are listening at home. I want to cut a, a, a complaint off at that, at the sword. Like that sounds pretty cartoony. You said the whole problem with the other one is it's cartoony and this one's real. Eric ripping his shirt out of his fly is purposeful. Like, not by Eric, but by the writers. Like, Mm -hmm. to show, like, the ridiculousness of the situation that Eric finds himself in. But that doesn't make that situation any less real. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a bit of comedy, it is written really well. Mm -hmm. We're just like, why? Like, why can't people, like, t- take me seriously? And it's like, your fly is down. Mm-hmm. The problem gets worse, and Amy, like, points it out, and then he just solves the problem in the most ridiculous way possible. Yeah. Um, which is just, like, very funny. It's, like, a surprising thing.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny. And the joke isn't, what if Corey left the panga for $2 million? That's mm-hmm. not a joke. The joke is, like, I love this kid so much I will rip my shirt through my fly. Not not exactly. (laughs) Like, I love this kid so much that I'm trying to justify something that is clearly wrong. And Mm -hmm. then we clearly show it by showing, like, how much of a mess he is with his fly and his shirt. Yeah. Like, and that's funny and surprising, but it's also tragic because of, like, how and when it's happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because
1: the show never makes the point to say like eric caring for tommy is bad right that eric is a bad person for wanting to adopt tommy right or that yeah that anything that eric is feeling or experiencing is a bad thing yeah other than like it's sad like that's not good for eric but
0: yeah. well, well and the whole thing is kind of sad like eric considering that he wants to adopt tommy while ripping his shirt out of his fly is supposed to have an air of tragedy to it. Mm-hmm. Like, Eric is a child and can't adopt a child.
1: Yeah. And he's just like a single guy in college. No income. Mm-hmm. Like, he can't. Like, that's just not going to happen. Yeah. So it's company um, with a purpose. Mm-hmm. But he goes off to make the phone call he's like i'm gonna have him put tommy on hold or lay away or whatever
0: yes which is also funny
1: Uh uh-huh and so he goes off and then amy's just like why are our kids so crazy and she tells she turns to joshua and it's like don't be crazy Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: then alan's like he has a like a big heart have a big heart heart like your brother (laughs) and then she's like i thought you were like against this and like he's like eric like he's He's just Eric. And then she's like, uh, he ripped his shirt off through his fly. He's like, nobody else could do that.
0: No one else could do that. Which is true. No one else Mm -hmm. could. Um, If if we ever do a live show, we'll give it a shot. (laughs) Okay. I'll root for (laughs) you. What a mess. Yeah. So like the other one is like, honestly, I hardly even get the joke of the other storyline. Like, it's just kind of like waggy things are happening. That's Mm -hmm. like the joke. Whereas the joke in this one is like, Hey, this dumb guy wants to do a great thing. Mm -hmm. Let's rip his heart out. Yeah. So, uh, both, both the layaway joke and the ripping the fly out really work. Yeah. But then he comes back and he's like, there's
1: someone else that wants to adopt Tommy end of scene. Like just kind of this sunken.
0: Yeah. Like what? And, and, Wilfordell does a great job like stuttering on the line and mm-hmm. like uh someone else wants to adopt Tommy. Yeah. And, and then like, we cut we cut to Saint Mary's. Yeah, well we cut back to the wedding. Right? Yeah, the wedding.
1: <laughs> we don't. We're done with that. Yeah. Um but he's there with the agency person.
0: Yeah, he's um he's there and Asking about um, the people wanting to adopt Tommy.
1: Yeah, and Tommy's just like, "No, like you yeah. can't. I don't want to go." And he's like, "I don't like, think you really
0: have a say in that." And they say, "Yeah, he does. We'd never put him with anyone he didn't feel comfortable with or didn't want to be with." Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. <clears throat> yeah, makes sense. Especially a kid that old. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Eric's like, "What? They're not going to stop me from being like your older brother. Like, we'll just tell him I come along with the deal."
1: And he's like, oh, I see. You're worried that if I come along too, that they're going to like me more than you. That's pretty selfish, Thomas.
0: And Thomas is like, no, they live in California. And this may be my favorite moment in the entire episode when he goes over to her and he is looking at her with such a desperation in his eyes. He's like, they live in California? She's like, yeah. He's like, I don't want them to live in California.
1: (laughs) There's nothing I can do about that. (sighs) it's just like, oof, mm-hmm. oof, oof. Yeah. Because it's totally different if it's like, oh, they live in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. But that's why that's why Tommy doesn't want to go is because he knows he's losing Eric. If yeah. If he does.
0: <laughs> yeah. Eric was the first person to ever give Tommy a home. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he wants Eric. Yeah. Whether it makes sense or not.
1: Yeah. And so then Eric is talking with the person from the agency played by Nia Vardalos of my big fat Greek wedding fame. We've established that. <laughs> if anyone's just tuning in,
0: um, I'm going to go for some reason. I'm going to go to an hour 20 in this podcast. Just yeah, see what we're up
1: to. It's my favorite spot to drop <laughs> into a podcast is at the hour and 20 mark. Oh. Um, and he's just like, well, what if I adopt him?
0: He's like, Yeah, what well, maybe I can do something. I'd like to adopt Tommy.
1: And She's like, We should talk about this in my office. Yeah. But Tommy obviously hears, he's like, I choose Eric. I want Eric. Did yeah. you hear that? Everybody, I'm getting adopted. And he goes to pack up.
0: And already the tears are like, oh no. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: like, Eric is like, This is the best day of my life.
0: Yeah, and like his reaction is sad. Not Eric's, Tommy's, mm-hmm. and Mia. Mia Vardalos of my big bag wedding. The is sad. Yeah. And like, I already am feeling sad.
1: You're just kind of, yeah, just kind of like, oh no.
0: Eric. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, it's real sad. And then Eric's filling out like paperwork. I guess it's an application. Mm hmm.
1: Uh, You sure do make someone fill out a lot of stuff before they just, you just give them a kid. He's like, yeah, usually we don't, but we really like Tommy.
0: Yeah. And he's like, I thought I'd show you some information on the family. And like, <laughs> Eric's filling out one piece of paper. And this family, they have like 10 files. On uh-huh. them, which is like pretty realistic for adoption.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a big, long, painstaking process.
0: Yeah. And you're going to come away with like tons of paperwork. Um, I don't, I was trying to think like, if there was, I would assume Tommy's what, six, seven? Mm, probably. Yeah. He, he can't be much older. No, he's, he's got to be pretty young still. Yeah. Well, he's got to be under third grade. Third grade, you turn nine. So I would guess six or seven. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, like if a kid that age, like had a big brother, big sister type deal. And like he, that, that kid was dedicated to going with them. And they were like, not the worst. I, I wonder if they would put him with him. I mean, they wouldn't put a baby with him. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they could just like, well, this is the one he wants. But at I the same time,
1: money. like Eric, there, I feel like there's a, does you ever think about the welfare of the child? And yes, Eric has a good relationship with Tommy. He really loves him and cares about him and would do everything he could for him. But there's also just a limit to what he would be able to do for him.
0: No, that's definitely true. Well, but I'm just thinking like practically like this place probably has an age cutoff mm-hmm. or they have to go to like a more state centric system. Yeah, foster care or something. Yeah, like foster foster care, like state living, um, things of that nature. So like Tommy is probably about to like age out of saint mary's control and they probably don't want that they're probably terrified of that mm-hmm. and he's old enough to like make decisions like i don't know i just don't know how it would work yeah i don't know either it would be and It's like a private agency yeah
1: which there's different things going on there but yeah
0: I, w- I was just thinking on the feasibility of like tommy's packing up right now mm-hmm like he wants to go to Eric right now. Like, could it be expedited that quickly?
1: Also, probably not because I feel like there's things like home studies and
0: well, but the right, but those are like I would, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like those aren't things because they are, but like you normally do that, like placing a baby with a family. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like you would still need to do that placing an older child too.
0: <clears throat> like in an older child and who has stuff. a pre-existing relationship <clears throat> I, yeah. I don't know I, don't, I I just don't know how it would be and there's so few people out there actually wanting to adopt anyone older than two mm-hmm. especially in them oddly there's been an adoption boom so there's like people wanting there's like no people wanting orphans instead of like less than no one want orphans mm-hmm. Of Tommy's,
1: yeah. But there, she shows Eric the file on this family. He's like, "Are you allowed to show me this?" And she's like, "No, but like you're his big brother, and like I think I can. We can. This will be okay." Yeah, for you to see all this stuff. And they used to live in Philadelphia, and they'd adopted a daughter there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and but then
0: she's in third grade now. Mm-hmm.
1: It's but they talk about they would receive letters from her just talking about. <clears throat> how happy she was and all of that. And then she's like, but eventually the letters got less and then they stopped altogether. And he's like, because she wasn't happy anymore
0: because we weren't her family anymore. As much as it hurts. We love it when the letters stopped coming.
1: Yeah. It's just like Ooh. the kid is, has a home. Like <laughs> this isn't, this is a, a family in a sense, but it's not a home yeah. and a family in the same way. And it's just like, Ooh, ugh. yeah. And he like reads the letter from the mom Mm-hmm. i'm assuming it's just like here's her third grade picture she's doing wonderful like we never thought we could ever love someone as much as we love like this child and i think the thing that would just would be perfect is a brother and a son and, like we love tommy and like we'd love to make him part of our family mm-hmm. and eric is just like oh no yeah
0: and eric and then he just kind of sets everything down because he mm-hmm. knows
1: yeah just knows like I'm not doing anything wrong. Like all the things that I'm feeling are right and good, but at the same time, it's not the best thing.
0: Y- yeah, I don't know if he quite gets that much clarity, but yeah. I mean,
1: that's what's what's happening.
0: Yeah, like he wants good for Tommy, but he wants what's best for Tommy. Mm-hmm. Like he knows he knows what it would be best for Tommy, and he knows how hard it's going to be. Yeah, to get him there. Yeah,
1: and then it's just real rough.
0: It's it's real rough. I, as the father figure to an adopted child, is real rough. Mm-hmm, you start fair. thinking about a lot of people involved in your son's life that you don't think of in certain ways. Mm-hmm. It's rough. Yeah.
1: It's like, Eric opens the door, and Tommy's just like got all of his stuff. He's like, I'm ready to go. Dad. Let's go, Dad. And, don't you like
0: how I'm calling you Dad now? tommy <laughs> just keep twisting it man yeah and he <clears throat> sends him down and he tells him no yeah he's like i'm not i'm not gonna adopt you he's like yes you are he's like
1: i'm not He's like, why i'm because i'm not
0: yeah nothing you know an excuse isn't gonna matter here mm-hmm. <clears throat> tommy's not gonna accept the truth so what do you say yeah you just, i'm not and i mean even eric
1: probably couldn't uh articulate those reasons why
0: well it wouldn't do any good
1: yeah i mean tommy knows i think tommy knows yeah maybe maybe to some extent in the to backwards some. mind perhaps i mean he's still young
0: mm-hmm. uh, yeah he's he's just like i don't like you anymore. Mm-hmm. Oof. i'm sorry to hear that <laughs> like i'm gonna go be with people who actually want me unlike you <laughs>
1: yeah i'm gonna go to california and he's like good for you
0: and that's the end yeah
1: he closes the door Sort of breaks down, and then he, Nia Vardalos from My Big Fat Greek Wedding says, good for you.
0: You guys didn't see it, but I just shook my head at camera.
1: <laughs> and that's the last we see of her. Um, thank goodness. <laughs> Rude. MVP. Yeah. Nia Bardalos from My Big Fat Greek Wedding.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he collapses against Kami's door and just like his face looks destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just real sad. It was hard. <laughs> I was watching this with my wife who did adopt our son. Uh-huh. And she was bawling her eyes out. And yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> and then oh, we're back okay. at
1: the Matthews house. Yeah. I'm sure there was some wedding nonsense. Absolutely. That happened in between these things, but he's on the couch. Like his mom like up with Amy, and then Alan's kind of sitting over there, and he's just like, He hates me. Yeah. And they're like, You did the right thing. And Alan's even just like, How many times you told me you hated me growing up? And he's like, You never tried to get rid of me. And
0: then Alan's like, Shh. Yeah. Which makes it Sar- like oh, thanks for trying to cheer me up. I need to go be by myself. But then he walks to the stupid door. And then standing behind the stupid door, stupid Tommy. For a stupid scene. Why? Because it's really sad. Okay.
1: (laughs) That kind of stupid. (laughs) He's just like, I still really don't like you.
0: This is a stupid episode. (laughs) But I had had to say goodbye. (sighs) Yeah, I didn't want to leave without saying goodbye. And it just lingers on them hugging. Mm -hmm. End of episode. Nothing else happens after this. Well, unfortunately, that's not true, but... Nothing else that matters. Nothing else that matters. Yes. Then we have a stupid lingering shot.
2: Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's
0: a different kind of stupid. It's a very different kind of stupid. I said there were lots of different kinds of stupid in this episode. <laughs> I meant it. Mm-hmm. So after I watched this episode
1: today, I like had some time, and I thought to myself, you know what I really need the chaser to this shot is I watched an episode of girl meets world
0: oh yeah yeah yeah. i watched Um, the tommy scene from that episode mm -hmm. i watched the whole thing oh wow uh i really do not like that show
1: (laughs) um but this was a good episode um there's just many parts of it i was like oh yeah this is why i don't like it because i feel like it kind of encapsulated the whole at least in people's idea of what boy meets world is of like what they're learning in school is the lesson about their lives, which we realized through rewatching isn't really the case. Not even a little bit. <laughs> it was in like season two. But we like that in like
0: four episodes of season two.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's just really heavy handed with that in Girl Meets World. But we have Tommy's return mm-hmm. um, in, the, in the episode. And we don't even realize it. Well, I think I realized it as I was watching. Well, one, because I knew – but then as I was watching, I was like, that, that's clearly the same guy. I don't think I knew the first time. I don't well. think I did the first time. I didn't really connect it. But having watched them like back to back, I was just like, oh, I mean, the mannerisms are all the same.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's clearly
1: the same actor. Hmm. Um, yeah, for s- just strange TV reasons, Eric is running for U.S. senator.
0: Yeah, he's, um, and
1: he's in a debate against the incumbent. Yeah. Um, just for the party, just for the primary. And uh the show is very heavy-handed of like this man is bad and hates kids. Yeah. Um, but then Tommy like reveals <laughs> himself and yeah, it's just he- like a really touching reunion.
0: Yeah, he's like, At least I love kids. And the, the center was like, You can't prove you do. And Tommy's like, I can.
1: Yeah. And for some reason everyone gets their phones out and is like, Oh, I gotta film this.
0: Yeah. Even that scene like the weird like farkle headpiece thing i don't know Mm -hmm. what's going on there i don't like it yeah it's like a weird like kicking out of this moment yeah it's like this is this isn't
1: this isn't about maya and riley yeah and their friend like this isn't about them they can go away but uh, topanga's face as tommy reveals himself to be tommy and she's like (gasps) like i felt it um but just like you taught me to be a good person, mm-hmm. um, and he was—he's basically like this. Uh, I don't know what exactly he does. Maybe he's a journalist.
0: Yeah, I always thought he was a journalist in that episode. I he's haven't not. seen it in a long time, but yeah,
1: but he um, like basically exposed what this U.S. senator was doing. That was really bad.
0: Yeah, yeah, and he—he's like, actually, Eric did one of the hardest things he possibly ever could have, like.
1: Showing Mm -hmm. like Tommy
0: remembers Eric and remember and knows like has reconciled how hard.
1: Yeah, it's just like a really nice moment. Yeah, in a really bad show. (laughs) (laughs) I I was just watching it. I'm like, this does not like as cartoonish and like weird and just like kind of feeling different as season six of Boy Meets World is. It just like blows
0: Girl Meets World out of the water. Yeah, like in every way. I, I wondered if I will return to it. I mean, I I still think with Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, we will need to cover the main Boy Meets World carryover
1: episode. I just died a little inside thinking about that. Hey, we get to do it with all in time. I, yeah, that's makes it a little better, but I'm still dead.
0: It's like 10 episodes.
1: Oh, uh, <laughs> it was just utter swill. Those Um, parts, but the Tommy part was really good.
0: Yeah, I I could not, and we will not cover their terrible takes on uh, autism.
1: No, I have Asperger's. No, you don't.
0: Yeah, I don't. Okay, I don't know what any of that is, but that's not how you do a kid show about autism.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It wasn't even that long ago. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Um, But anyway, yeah, it's not a good show. Um, but that moment is sweet. Mm-hmm. It took a
1: long time to uh, have that sort of... Reconciliation is not quite the right word. But, you know, everything to kind of be good again.
0: Yeah.
1: So that, that was very touching. I know it's not anything in this episode of Boy Meets World, but I just like that, that they did continue that particular story and draw it to a really nice conclusion.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Just a little hope. Yeah. But the episode is pretty
1: trash. Yeah. The... Gromy's world episode, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah,
0: yeah. What do you rate it out of ten?
1: Um, the, the Girl Girl meets meets
0: world, world episode,
1: yeah. I just don't know because that scene is really good, <laughs> and so yeah. that like boosts it. But the rest of it's just like the Disney Channelification Um just the distillation of what Boy Meets World is, and I think the wrong direction. Yeah. Um. So maybe like a five, five and a half, maybe a six.
0: That's a little higher than I thought. Okay,
1: Eric is funny in it. Like I feel like Wilfred Dell is
0: funny. Okay, like, he's giving, funny, but
1: not at like the ridiculous level of what we're getting into next season.
0: I'm not gonna lie, you are giving you are getting into the range that I intend to give this episode.
1: Oh well, that's okay, because I feel like <laughs> half of this episode is really really great and doesn't fit at all with the other half. Yeah, we're talking like a ten and a one, maybe a and, nine and a one, somewhere in there. Yeah. So it's whatever nine and a one averages out to. You,
0: you know you yeah you, you put things together. We're we're in ratings, mm-hmm. and you like hope that they at least add up, or like you hope that they're at least like you you want them to be greater than the sum of their parts, right? You mm-hmm. know you have a great, uh, two, a great story with a great B plot that find each other and both people can learn the lesson, and the whole episode is elevated past the two plots because of it um i would say you know you would think right we have like let's for for argument's sake we have a nine and a two add those together you get 11 cut it in half 5.5 5, done but these two together make them far less than the sum of their parts mm-hmm. <laughs> like <clears throat> this episode would have been better being either of these plots than being these plots together. Mm-hmm. These plots together, like like I hated it. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't work. Like I didn't I didn't like like one part and didn't like the other. Like I hated it. <laughs> like when when, oh. when the show comes back on and I am visibly mad to be watching the show, that's not what you want to see. No, that's quite true. But they kept like unfortunately they bookend it with the wrong plot and like they're always like doing the break cut cliffhanger in eric's plot and then picking up in Corey's plot Mm -hmm. and all of it is bad it is it is stupidly cut the content is stupid the relationship is stupidly sweet (laughs) like i can't forgive the good part of the episode for just how badly this episode is put together. Okay, so what do you rate it then? Like, a three? Wow, three point five? Wowza. And that's like the lowest score I would give an episode that has a plot I really like in it. Uh-huh. But that, that good plot being in this episode like made me mad. I get that. I'm
1: going to be higher on it than that because, I mean, I think you're right with the things that you said, but I do feel like the Eric side of it is just really good. I do too. And poignant. And I know that it is, so overall the episode is hurt because they paired it with such a weird cartoon. Mm -hmm. And I I agree in a way that hurts both of them. Um, So I gave it a 6.5, which I feel like is pretty low for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is. Because I don't actively hate it. I don't hate what it is. Does it make sense what it is? No, but I'm not going to be mad about, I'm not going to be angry.
0: You know, I kind of thought that my anger about the like juxtaposition would fade throughout talking about it, but it didn't. Cause I, cause we did highlight how dumb that other plot was and how good the Eric plot was. And I just mm-hmm. kept getting angry about it. <clears throat> and honestly, if you ask me like maybe to watch, <sighs> Okay, I would still watch this episode over if I don't and if I don't see it. Mm-hmm. I would still pick this episode, but not. I don't think there's any other episode this season that I would. I would rather watch anything else.
1: Yeah, and actually, our average of this puts it slightly below. end in case I don't see it, which was at a five point two five, and this is at a five.
0: Oh, I either was generous to that episode or too mad for this one. But
1: either way, you know, it wasn't going to make the tournament. Which will probably puzzle whoever we do the tournament with.
0: I don't think so. Maybe I mean, if... we can explain it. You we'll ex-
1: have a good ex- explanation.
0: Yeah, because I don't, I don't know how anyone watches this episode with these two. And maybe I'll go and listen to the Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World episode about this episode or something just to see what they thought. Mm-hmm. See if I'm like crazy. But I just can't.
1: <laughs> yeah. But who's your MVP and why is it Stan Stan?
0: <laughs> well now let me tell you why stan's daughter is MVP. because <laughs> uh, she was in a bikini and the i real, am a boy the real mvp
1: is baby joshua who wasn't even <laughs> really in that bassinet no he was there. there was no baby there
0: of course he was smart he got out of course the mvp was eric <laughs> the emotional weight of this entire episode his reactions kill you i mean you could conceivably give it to Tommy. Mm-hmm. I- I'm glad we gave Tommy the MVP for the Christmas episode. Yes, we did. Because he deserves at least one. He deserves at least one, and he does great in this. But well, well, Eric is a little insufferable in the Christmas episode, even though I love it. A little like white savory. I mean, mm-hmm. Eric's stupid, so he would think that. But... So like that's that's why I didn't really want to give it to him in that episode, but in this one. Like, yeah, it's it's Eric.
1: Uh-huh. It is, 100%. Close runner-up, Mia Vardalos from A Big Fat Greek C-
0: Close, close runner-up.
1: Better than literally anyone else in the episode. I, I mean, not Tommy, but yes. Not Tommy. She's a third place. <laughs> third, second runner-up. <laughs> Alan's okay, too, but he's just hardly there. Yeah. <laughs> the parents are good. Um, and we need to name it. Boy meet Stan,
0: Stan, the plumber man, I guess. I guess. Stupid name for a yeah. stupid episode. I don't want to think about it.
1: Stan, <laughs> Stan, the plumber man. I do not like it. Um, but there it is.
0: There it is. We, we covered it, it for a really long time.
1: We made up for missing the last two weeks by talking about this one for a long time. Yeah. And we had
0: lots of fun changes. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. This is a great episode, and you're glad you listened to it. Yeah, and we're glad you're here. We're glad you oh, listened yeah. to it. Um yeah, we're we're cruising right along. This is I think we have long. four more episodes left. Yeah, we're gonna have to start booking our end of season guests. Yeah. Don't know who it's gonna be. Yeah, we've got some we got some decisions to make, some people to call. Um, I have not been excited to invite people on for season six. Um because I haven't been enjoying have. it. Would have made it more bearable in some ways. Yeah, but also like <sighs> I don't want people to be thinking like why are you you doing a podcast on this show um so we'll we'll get some guests in for the for the last bits of the of the season season and get that tournament going move right along
1: before we know it
0: yeah really before we know it i mean Hmm. yeah crazy by the end of february probably possibly
1: I mean, we wouldn't be in season seven, but we'll be pretty much wrapped up with this end of February, beginning of March.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely definitely well into season seven by summer. Mm -hmm. Who knew?
1: Who'd ever thought? Not me. Um, Do we have any listener mail? Uh, I don't believe so. Of course not. We've been off the air for two weeks. Yeah. We're
0: basically dead. I mean, we knew that when Pod Meets World came into existence. How dare they? But I get it. <sighs> it's true. We never did this for listeners anyway.
1: Somebody gave us the one-star rating. to somebodies.
0: Oh, sad. Didn't we tell you we wouldn't accept those? Wait, did they give actual reviews? No. <sighs> Man, what can you do?
1: No new five-star ratings?
0: Nope.
1: Ah, sad. Oh, well. That, what are you going to do? We're pretty happy. Um, But if you have any feedback maybe you really loved this episode and you loved the juxtaposition of the two storylines and you want to talk about it you can write in at bGworldfever at gmail.com or tweet at us yeah uh, BG at Twitter on Twitter Instagram any of those places yeah we'd love to love to hear from you
0: yeah we really would um no one's here anymore because it's been so long <laughs> mm-hmm. so hello old friends. <laughs> Uh, if you're still listening to us, almost two hours in, hello, hello. Why are we're, you still we're here? Really glad you're here. Um, but I think that's all I've got. That's all I've got. So, from all of us here at Williams World Fever, so long, world. So long, world.